Welcome to this episode of Rumination. Joining me this week is Tom Bojarski. The Purge is fucking stupid. And Killian Kastner. Dance yourself clean. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Rumination Show. Send us an email at ruminationshow at gmail.com. And visit our website at ruminationshow.com. Okay, so let's talk about The Purge. It's a movie. It's two movies. Killian has seen both. Tom has read the plot synopsis. I have done <laughs> neither of those things. I hear the first one's kind of bad. I hear the second one's a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to talk about the concept of The Purge, um, as I know it, is uh, any, any, any crime. Any crime. Any crime. Not just murder, right? Any crime is any. legal during what period? A day? Uh, yeah, it's or I think it's a twelve-hour period. That's what they yeah, do. It's basically yeah, overnight. Hour period. Okay. So, oh, so it's overnight. See, I thought it was like during the day. But no, I, I mean there, there's some sense. daytime hours to it, but it's it's like a twelve-hour period. Now, overnight. does this take place on the solstice or? Um, towards <laughs> the middle of the summer, they they have okay. like the new founding fathers. Um, basically, like America reinvented itself um, and like revolved around the purge to get rid mm. of crime. Okay, so um, all that wackatry aside, <laughs> let's assume. <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame the writers. <laughs> takes place for twelve hours, and all crime is legal. No, so in the movies there are some flaccid rules, right? Like you can't use some flaccid rules. <laughs> like the like. Okay, the, continue. <laughs> you can't use, and I, I say flaccid rules because like they're. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I like. I don't know how you enforce rules in a situation where you're just like there are no (laughs) rules it's kind of dumb um Mm -hmm. but like you can't use like rocket propelled grenades or something like that like i don't know classes of weaponry I think when you guys wrote that you can't use nukes. Yeah, you can't. They, and they, I was—I like, I thought it was a very good clarifying thing because I had a few tactical nukes in my closet. And I was like, man, <laughs> the purge ever happened? No, no, they haven't. I forget like what the class system uh, is as far as like the weaponry and the films is, but it's um, it's basically, I think a step above like a fully automatic weapon is what you're allowed to use. Um, hmm. So, you so can, a lightsaber, <laughs> so like a flamethrower. You can use a flamethrower. I see. Um, I see. Shit like that, but um, no, uh, no, no nuclear so, so weapons. So that did that did bring me to the point of like I think all the time before and after, and I guess perpetually in between purges would just be spent with like massive amounts of litigation, right? I mean, because like oh shit this guy didn't have his watch on and this shit happened like five minutes after the purge ended or like before or like oh so and so got killed so they just went and revenge killed everyone else and like i just don't like i guess in the movie right like oh unemployment's at an all-time low and uh there are no murders you know blah 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 but i think violence would beget violence in this like to an incredible degree you know, and it would just snowball out of control if the first one ever happened. So, what do you mean by violence would beget violence? Because, like, if if you're, you know, if one of your loved ones gets murdered, like, you're you're not going to be like, "Hey, howdy, neighbor," you know, like with your like literally your neighbor who could have been the one to do it. You so, know, so Eric, what you're talking about is actually the um the part of the plot basis for the purge too. Oh, so is, there's is the neighborly side of things. Uh, I wouldn't say the neighborly part of it, but um, there's a guy whose like family gets killed in the purge, and he's like, "I'm out for revenge." This next purge, so he spends like a year planning it. Right. Um, but okay. he's he's a bit more of a moral person, 
Um, and so when some more innocent people that are stranded out, like while the purge is happening, are about to get he attacked, just them. he ditches his revenge plans to go help people. Righteous. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it would just snowball into craziness. Um, I don't know. I, I guess the movie says that people will be very level-headed in exacting their revenge. Um, yeah, what do you think, Tom? Yeah, well, you said something about like the the time thing like what what happens like the moment that it ends is everybody just like okay well oh, I guess done. i'm done killing for now like yeah. is that and like do the people just walk up someone's driveway like a minute before and be like i'm i'm coming for you yeah you know um i guess they do mm-hmm. but but yeah i feel like i feel like you're right there would be no it would it would be very cyclical and <clears throat> everyone would have or people would end up with like goals for their next purge like hit right. lists like yeah, they like hype that shit up on Twitter. I think you'd get like these kind of mercenary types that would you know <clears throat> be on Twitter all year long, and people would like follow them and be like, oh yeah, this is what I'm gonna do, you know, during the next purge, and like they'd make bets and everything on these people. They'd be like kind of bounty hunters in a different sense. Well, and I th- I feel like that would be a big consequence is like the whatever government is running the purge is going to have a list of people they want dead each <laughs> purge. You know what I mean? That's a great, yes, so that's great. Yeah. They're going to like hire people for the purge, but then you're like a contracted purge worker. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's, that would that's, be a weird thing to be. Booming business though. Yeah. Like, so I bring that up as like one of my points is like the, <laughs> the boost to the economy that the purge would have. Uh, so th- I thought of a second one too. So there's there's two parts of it. Um, the first one is the time leading up to the purge. So mm-hmm. uh, weapons, arms dealers, everything totally. like that, right. selling like crazy. Because you would think that if if there's no crime happening, not on the purge, then like weapon possession is is not an, is a non issue. So you don't have to worry about that. So they can sell them whenever. They just can't use them until that one day. <laughs> so well, I mean, <laughs> look, you, you don't you, people who own a gun like. Don't just own a gun to kill someone at some point. Like, well, they can, I, you know, know, I know shooting, that. But you know in, this, I mean? in this situation, there's going to be people that are going to want to get guns for the specific purpose of Fair. killing people on the Definitely. purge. Definitely. Um, right. Or just wreaking havoc and shooting stuff up. Um, right. So, yeah, huge business on that. Huge business in hiring people to, um, Eric, you put it up in your notes about, like, doing defenses. Um, just, like, people just hardcore, like, updating their their homes so i guess we'll talk yeah. we'll, let's talk like pre-purge right now and then we'll talk mm-hmm. post-purge afterward because i have thoughts sure on that. so so that's interesting you, you raised the point that i raised about like the kind of the bodyguard idea mm-hmm. and then it would occur to me like hmm while i'm standing next to you protecting you why not just turn on you and extort you for everything that you have mm-hmm. you know what i mean or yeah. like because now your life is in my hands and i guess you'd have to someone would create some service where People would put um, money in escrow, I guess, in a foreign country where it would be like, hmm, if you protect me and we're both alive at the end of the purge, like that's your money. And if you don't, you get nothing, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the whole concept of like, yeah, well, we, yeah we're, we're still talking pre-purge, so I, I don't want to get too far into that. Um, what else do you guys think in terms of like defenses? I mean, I don't see how anyone could stay in a city. But then you would also say if everyone left the city, it would be completely defenseless for looting and whatnot. Well, I mean, city. any kind of homeowners association is obviously going to be a shit show. So the suburbs aren't exactly safe <laughs> either. <laughs> so many pent up emotions in those neighborhoods. God. 
I think in a city, um, Killian, I think you have in the notes something about like um, protection pods. pods. Yeah, per- personal yeah, it's, pods. It's, for... it's, it's, it's my business proposal. Purge <laughs> pods to get you through the purge. Um, so actually, I had this idea. There was like a, a Japanese company that came out with like a, it's, they're, they're calling it like an apocalypse pod. Um, but it's a like podcalypse. A... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, it's like a, a, a super, super strong pod big enough for four people to fit inside that can, uh, it's like airtight and can substand all sorts of like weight and like impact and all this other stuff too. Is it. that the earthquake bed that I saw on Tosh? No, not, it's not an earthquake, but it's like, it's okay. legitimately a sphere that's like, gotcha. probably six feet in, um, diameter, um, okay. that, yeah, it, it's supposed to be disaster proof. So you could basically sell those to people and then house mm-hmm. them in like a super protected area and charge a sh- <laughs> like a ton of money for it. Um, but that would be like a lower cost version than having to either retrofit your whole apartment or retrofit your whole house to be fortified. Yeah, because I think, like you say, like isolation honestly would be key, even from your your most loved ones. Imagine all these ro- marriages that are like kind of on the rocks. Mm. You know. I think, you know, everyone would literally want to have their own personal pod because even four people in the same room or even if people were like, oh, yeah, let's all go down to the, you know, let's go down to the Alamo and hang out inside. You're not immune to violence on the inside mm-hmm. really any more mm-hmm. than the outside. That's actually a really good point. I feel like in a world where the purge exists, a lot of, um, I, I mean, I don't think it would necessarily be commonplace, but a lot of people would kind of hide their problems with their marriages to each other you know and just be like okay if things keep going south like this i'm just gonna kill my kill my husband or wife (laughs) on the night of the purge i don't know i mean just one the behaviorist would say like oh well it it will make people settle things before that and the other is like like you say just pent up rage or even like the most like the wrong time of the month you know, just like kind of rage that it comes out of little annoyances can just be taken out on any whim. And you know how like a lot of times uh, like couples arguments will like end with one of the couples saying like, oh, well, like if this keeps going, I'm going to ask for a divorce. Like one of them's going to threaten to kill yeah. the other on the purge and then just things are just going to fall apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Or if it, if it's rocky, like one of them is going to do something much worse than straight up killing the person and then afterwards be like well i, I want a divorce anyways you know yeah and they'll just like get divorced after that and there'll be low no re- legal recourse but within that time i'd like to think that i'm gonna spend my 12 purge hours with people that i love <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna kill them i probably wouldn't kill them so <laughs> i, I mean, hope they won't right. kill me um, you're right like this this your family all that you but, have there but you see the point i'm making yeah and that's why i thought <clears throat> i thought about world governments and I think I wrote something about like North Korea or whatever. Mm. It would obviously be like the perfect time for a coup because everything is in chaos. You know, Kim Jong-un or Il or whatever is a tiny little dude. He's surrounded by <laughs> soldiers that are much bigger than he is. You know, like there's... But all of those soldiers think that he's the strongest man in the world. So he, <laughs> so he, he would win the purge. Yeah. Um, but you see what I mean? Like I think yeah. even even like the U.S. president... Loyalty would just have to be to such a, a bigger level, which I think would just breed cronyism in government. Mm-hmm. So, so we, the, the, we we're, we're staying away from the movie, but I will say that one of the uh, the I guess you could say antagonist in the second film is a United States senator um, who has mm-hmm. a private truck with a giant ass machine gun in the back of it that. <laughs> 
he has government paid employees driving him around and he just opens it up and lays fire on whoever with a few specific targets in mind as well. So. Oh, so just for fun, and then how does he get elected in the next year? <laughs> is he just is his name Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like, I mean, is, is he just that cool? Yeah. Something guy, like that. This guy's been in the zone for decades. <laughs> yeah, the Bill Burr bit. So while we're still talking about pre-purge, I want to know yeah. kind of what you mean when you say Twitter killer hype. So what is Twitter so, killer oh, hype? Yeah. No, so that's what what I mentioned before. Of like, I think some people who don't have anything better to do with their lives would just be like i said kind of a vigilante bounty hunter and they would just oh look at me preparing like i'm gonna go like they would like target celebrities they would target you know political leaders whatever the whole world would watch their premeditation yeah there'd be a lot of build up to it and then there'd be a lot of like kind of attention towards it on the actual day right and like someone would undoubtedly like live stream themselves and then like they would be a bigger target themselves, you know, uh, there would just be, there's already just there, devote there's, their there's, lives. To there's that. already some precedents for that. Like in current society, there's this one mercenary. Um, I forget where he's from. Dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> not dog the bounty hunter. No fighting over in the middle East. Um, I, oh no, yeah. No, I heard about that guy. Yeah. 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 So I guess he, mm-hmm. he's, he's from the middle East. Uh, like went to Finland for a little bit and was sort of like living and working in Finland and then like became a mercenary. Um, and now just like, takes pictures of himself on instagram all the time doing mercenary yeah and on instagram and he's like stuff. send me money so i can buy weapons and ammo and that people do yeah right 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 it's crazy um, so and that's not even a, a yeah in so the con- could, uh, that would in get magnified con- in a purge like situation um in the context of the purge this whole like hyping up killers on twitter and everything like that makes it seem a lot like the hunger games i feel like mm. mm-hmm Right, mm. it kind of the same idea of like the government's um, methodology of controlling the population is involves them being violent towards each other and just like I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's such a small sliver of violence. Yeah, you know, I, like I, I don't, I don't think they could claim that that could quell things. Yeah, like the purge, you know, claims which, it could claims. quell which things. The, in the hundred games, it didn't. You had a, mm. a total revolution and uprising. So, whereas with the purge, you have the entire society participating in getting something out of it, quote unquote. True, but the, so. the the Hunger Games was actually, I think the revolution was like, oh, you shouldn't have these people needlessly killing each other, and the purge is like, yeah, yeah, needlessly kill each other. I think we should state, like, I I think it's easy to get the impression that the, I, I guess the ideology behind holding a purge event is to get it out of their system you know what i mean like to get this violence out of their system when really like the approach that the government is taking to this is the lower class is going to be the group of people fighting it out and those are the ones that are mostly problematic to society so if we can pit them together and kill or pit them against Mm -hmm. each other and have them kill each other then that's going to solve a lot of our problems so it's not so much like a a release as it is um, just wiping out the lowest common denominator which there's an interesting thing that happens it's it's messed up it's an interesting thing that's relevant to what you're talking about that happens in the second one uh, where there's a um, spoiler a alert service. is this a spoiler alert <laughs> yeah, yeah spoiler alert spoiler alert okay. um, <laughs> a thing that happens where um, like a, an older uh, lower class individual uh, gets approached by a wealthy family to be like a basically a, a purge martyr 
where they give his family a bunch of money and then he allows himself to get killed by this like high class family um and so it eliminates wait it's just it's just in like a cathartic experience uh, it's an opportunity for him to get money for his family since he has no other way of. But like, does the family that's paying him kill him? Yeah, as oh, a family. Okay. So it's they purge together. So it's like a family that purges right. together stays together. So that's for the the whatever you want to call it the emotional or the cathartic experience of like getting it out. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that's a funny question. Like, would you guys at all be interested in? Like on oh, the purge night, Jesus. like Ooh. once in your life, do you think you'd ever have the urge when the purge night comes around to just kill someone to f- see what it would be like to kill someone? No. <laughs> I killed a man in Reno just to watch him die. Um, <laughs> I'd want to break some shit. I'd want to break like a lot of things, but I wouldn't yeah, want to kill anybody. I I agree. Yeah, I, Plus, I think, and the other thing I thought about this whole thing is like no one... No one with any reason to live would be out in the streets like, yeah, I want to try this out, man. You know, hey, it's pretty cool. It's not like going fishing, you know. It's like I think there's such like like a um, uh, self-preservation instinct that exists in most all humans. I mean, I think a bunch of people would just do like cocaine and drugs and bath salts and everything and just kind of like, wah, you know. But I think ever, anyone like 99.8% of the population would would get the hell out of town go into a purge pod whatever which i think would make this whole thing kind of bunk almost it would just be like this chaotic sect that would just kind of break infrastructure um i do think there would be thrill seekers people that are mm-hmm. running around like like the same people that go base jumping and whatnot not not a, i'm not saying base jumping in the purge or one in the same <laughs> or the same people but or ju- base jumping during the purge <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um just firing machine guns everywhere um yeah. but uh yeah but i think those thrill seekers would be ha- people who have nothing to live for because the the element of danger is so high in just the random sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if someone like, you know, had had uh, wanted to kill someone, you know, there's such a threat of being killed yourself by so many means that you know. But I don't think everyone would be able to help it. I don't think. Mm. I don't mm. think like looking for safety guarantees safety. You know what I mean? Some people. Yeah, be, absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Some people be better at finding safety than others, and. Yeah, I don't know, but so, yeah. So, my, but I think it would be those lower class or less um, affluent people who you know wouldn't be able to find that safety, and then would be like, "Well, whatever, let's give this a shot," you know. Um. So, Purge Pods version two, the amusement <laughs> ride. You turn them into clear spheres like you have in Jurassic World, and they can be rolled through the streets. But they're like, oh whatever class of weaponry there are, made of unobtainium. <laughs> Proof to that. So, I actually haven't seen <laughs> Jurassic World. So do these look like those Zorbs that you see in New Zealand? Um, not quite. They're they're <laughs> oh, like okay. clear acrylic balls that have like a, a like set of motors inside of them. So you're like controlling them and riding them along. It's oh, okay. the futuristic version of the Jeeps from the original. And ones. then there'd be videos of Jimmy Fallon in there. <laughs> <laughs> there would be, which is which is part of the movie. Tom, yeah, okay. you don't need to see that. Movie. Oh, yeah, I'll need to see it. Um. Uh, so other pre purge. Um, one of the things that I thought of was a uh, purge daycare for your kids, because the majority of people that are going to get attacked by people seeking revenge or seeking purging are probably going to go for adults, not for kids. There's obviously going to be a few sickos out there targeting kids specifically. Dude, I don't know. You'd have to put up some serious collateral for any of these 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's going to be for the rich. You know? It's going to be for the rich. But I, 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 I do stand by my idea that they're probably going to have a watered-down version of the Purge within the daycares where the kids can That is pretty hilarious. I, I did <laughs> Pull each other's that. hair, I, pick their noses, and that. flick boogers at each other, and all that stuff. But I think that, that uh, that's another... That's just like the playground in you know, second grade. So in the Purge... Um, this is kind of a topic shift. Are we are we That's cool fine. with okay? Yes. Um, so in the purge, killing is obviously not the only crime you can commit, right? Right. Exactly. Killing right. killing is kind of like a you do it and it's done kind of crime too. You know what I mean? It's it's easy to analyze the consequences of killing, but what about like theft? Like, what if you steal a car during the purge? Do you like is the government? <laughs> <Own it>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is the government no. like? Oh at that point, just like, oh, you got it during the purge? Like, okay, that's fine. You you can keep it. Like, mm. Yeah, finders. So, finders I don't think so. I think the act of thievery would be forgiven, but the ownership of the car would not. Um, so then is it is it on the person whose car was stolen to steal it back during the next purge? Is that how... I mean, it, it, probably, it would probably be treated like a stolen car, you know? Like, I mean, there'd be a tremendous amount of property destruction, you know, anyways, but... Um, but no, I mean, like you say, the purge would be a great time to commit other crimes, <laughs> you know, because everybody would be focused on this like primitive killing and you can go, I don't know, if you're, if you own a bank, <laughs> you just like go in and steal the money and then your insurance company has to pay you for that money that was stolen mm-hmm. during the, pur- you know what I mean? Like, or, or if you work <laughs> at a bank, you can just go take the money. Oh man, is being a business legal? owner, being a business it's owner would be the worst awful. thing. Yeah, exactly. Every business of any value would literally have to be a, an impenetrable fortress when it even wasn't even guarded. Like that, it would have to stop everything under assault without any protection besides passive protection. God, I thought the purge was a bad idea going into this podcast, <laughs> but, but it's a really awful <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, it's so much worse than I even thought. <laughs> Um, I wonder. Go ahead. I was I was gonna start talking post purge and the economic benefits of the purge. Go ahead, Kelly. <laughs> um, I, I I Tom, I completely agree with you. That the more we're talking about this, though, I I had the same um, thought that it was a bad idea. But talking about it more and more, it's it's an even even worse idea. But uh, talking unrealistically, there's some economic benefits to it, and that new construction would be or. Construction, renovation, and repair would be a huge, huge thing right after the purge, and an incredibly sad waste of you know everything, right? Yeah, because nothing <laughs> would be at all like permanent and stuff. I mean, so yeah. So, are there any other services you guys think would pop up? You know, from the economic slant, yeah, purge around, insurance, like you say. Oh wow, that's a yes, good call. Man, the premiums on that would be astronomical. Insane. Yeah, right? like 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 if you had a first floor business, they would be in, in, insanely insanely high. Um, but but like a lot of the people that buy purge insurance, so I guess in my mind, every purge 
this might not actually be the case, but every purge would just be this catastrophic event, like where uh, absolutely millions of people World die. Ending. A lot of the people that buy purge insurance are just gonna fucking die anyways. So that's true. I see what you mean. <laughs> um, so it's viable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're selling. You're you're literally just taking money from dead people. Um, <laughs> is what purge insurance or what the purge that insurer aren't quite is. Dead yet. The yeah. Continuing on the topic of economics, um, (laughs) obviously weaponry, weaponry, and I think drugs, drugs would be much more marketable, but that's not helping the economy. Mm. That's helping drug dealers. (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, I mean, I don't think it would be, I think it would probably end up being more of a harm to the economy than anything else. (laughs) Um, Just because like we said before, any sort of business owner is just shit out of luck. Right. Um, I also think small spaces. So imagine, you know, a Navy that exists and there's like, you know, a battle or let's say there's a nuclear submarine that's, you know, um, a league under the sea and like it's purge day and they're like in U.S. waters. Do you think the military could even like hold grips on their would would they be kind of exempt from that? Would, Would there be repercussions in the military if you were to try to participate? I don't think there could be. I don't think it could be. I, th- I think that would just be pure anarchy. But then again... It would be un-American. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that would kind of excuse the whole... Um, well, that, that's weird, though, because maybe maybe government employees killing other government employees would be outlawed, but people could still kill them. Yeah, maybe that would be one of the flaccid rules, is like you... If you were mm-hmm. working for the government, or like if you are a government employee, then you are like off-limits for... Yeah, that's pretty Purge fucking stuff. lame. Yeah. Um, but, like, th- there's so many, like, stipulations that you'd have to make just to make this idea, like, plausible in the, I don't know, the l- least bit plausible. Um, so, well, so you, you were talking about plausibility. So let's let's talk about real-life implica- real instances of hmm. the Purge. Um so this is more of like an aside and less of a discussion point, but there was a, a thing that popped up in Louisville, Kentucky when I was like living there the other summer when the first Purge movie came out uh, <laughs> where there was a, uh, people tried to organize a Purge, um, like not legal by any means, but it was like through social media <laughs> and through posters and graffiti put up around town where there was like people planning on purging and they actually went on the news and were like, hey, if you're in this area, um, you should probably stay indoors and lock your doors because there's there's people that are wanting to do some dumb stuff tonight. And there was like nothing horrible, horrible happened, but there was a lot of broken windows, broken cars, and things like that on that one day, which is crummy. Well, Thank you, Kentucky. <clears throat> yeah. I was actually just watching a documentary about a um, what is it? Leith, Leith, North Dakota, or something like that, where this white supremacist tried to move into a town of 20 people and take it over. So I think these are both evidence of that. that yes, people would in, enjoy this and would do it in the sense that they have nothing to lose and probably would take drugs and do it. <clears throat> but yeah, I think it's pretty agreeable that the whole thing just really couldn't exist. Isn't, yeah, I could be totally wrong in this, but isn't Burning Man kind of like the purge light? Like, it's it's my understanding it's my understanding that like i mean people know what burning man is like everybody knows what burning man is but mm-hmm. the government 
or like police forces aren't touch it yeah aren't necessarily looking to shut burning man down or like go in and like have big drug busts or anything like that that's true i don't i don't think there's any violence though in burning man or any there's no theme of violence but there are certainly um illegal activities going on that seem to be swept under the rug Um, true that's like you know that's like uh you know we have grassroots in my hometown it's this music festival you know modeled after you know uh woodstock basically and the, like the police aren't allowed in there unless like they, they're called in like emt emergency and yeah. there's you know drugs and all that stuff too so do you guys um, think the purge or a concept like the purge would be more viable if it was just like okay illegal activities cool but or all of these illegal no activities killing, are cool right. for 12 hours but you can't kill people and you can't that would definitely be viable you think so yeah. you do you think it would oh, help yeah. society so would it help society? Oh, <laughs> I don't know if it would help. There, so mm-hmm. I, I was talking about more like real life instances of the purge. There was the yeah. uh, the loophole day that happened in I think it was Ireland, where um, basically there was like one law that was ending and another law that was going to be beginning, and basically drugs were legal for a very 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 brief window, <laughs> and kids okay. kids went absolutely ham, and just did a shit ton of drugs, and. Yeah, I don't I, like <laughs> drugs by nature. Not all drugs, but I think many drugs are obviously addictive. So like mm-hmm. trying meth, just like oh yeah, well I can try meth now. It, like it probably isn't ever a good. <laughs> it's, I don't know, Eric. Have you tried meth? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's just like you could. I mean, because in all likelihood, if you're gonna try meth just once, like you're not gonna try, you're not gonna get caught. You know what I mean? So the right. the drive to do meth on the night of the purge is just like, well, why didn't you just choose any other night? <laughs> and it probably would have been fine. Um, right. But no, I think I think of like like you say, I think Burning Man. I think you're right in the sense that it is a little a little lawless in that respect. It just has no major um, violence to it, so I think it can exist and people are happy with it i think i think in a lot of ways where you're where you're, the, the idea of burning man can be also or the idea of a purge light can be seen in more than just burning man like the whole electric daisy carnival scene is kind of like a purge light where kids go do a ton of drugs and just kind of get really really open sexually and like a mass group of people and there's not a lot of monitoring yeah so it. like the 60s yeah, so i think it's important for us to explain both what Burning Man and what was the thing that you just said? Elect- I, don't, I, I don't know what that is. The Electric Daisy Carnival? Yeah. Yes, enlighten us. You guys aren't familiar with that? It's it's part of nope. the EDM scene, so it's like a, a traveling tour of, um, it's basically like in a, in a EDM festival. Um, but you, uh, the, the typical outfits are not naked, but pretty close to naked. Um, you have a massive amount of MDMA usage going on um sexual inhibitions are typically greatly lowered um and touching kissing everything like that at these scenes is like rampant um so those sins (laughs) and touching and kissing i mean a lot of other things was one of them i got you but you're picking up what i'm putting down Uh uh-huh it, and in, in case way, anybody, that's, that's an opportunity to to purge yourself through dance, or as the great <laughs> LCD sound system said, dance yourself clean. 
Go ahead, Tom. And in case anybody didn't know what burning or anybody listening doesn't know what Burning Man is, it's basically just this thing that happens in the middle of the desert. It's like total it's like an anarchy experiment almost where right. just no currency allowed. Exactly. People bring like goods to trade. A lot of people bring their art exhibits and then drugs are just exchanged freely. Um, nobody can buy anything. And apparently like water is the biggest like uh, yeah. exchange. They don't have vaporators like Tatooine. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, to, I guess to kind of, to kind of finish it up guys, what would you guys do during the purge? Now, this is something that I have thought like a lot <laughs> about. Like I've tried really hard to find something <laughs> that I would do during the purge. But at the end of the day, like I'm like the illegal activity that I'm interested in, maybe I'd like pirate a bunch of movies or something. Like I can't <laughs> I can't think of I can't think of what I Download would do. Download a car. Yeah, do- exactly. Download a car. Um <laughs> I mean, well, like so okay, so, so then, so then th- let's have two angles to this question. One is, what illegal thing would you do? And the other is, what would you do, you know, to survive or, or realistically? Yeah. So if I were to, I don't know, I feel like if somebody like really wanted to die and <laughs> asked me <laughs> to kill them Jesus. for the purge, <laughs> I would think oh about it. God. I would. <laughs> But the the like they have to sincerely want it. Like they have yeah, to. Yeah, so you're you're Doctor you're Doctor Kevorkian then. You're you're willing to do that. Yeah, it would be <laughs> I, the only the only circumstances that Tom, I, I give someone. you credit for having the nuts to say that. <laughs> yeah, it would be strictly euthanasia. But I'm I and I only might do it. I'm not 100 percent sure because like once you do that, I don't That's know fine, I don't know the psychological repercussions that that would have. But right. you can't get rid of them. Like once they're there, they're there. Nope. Um, so I would think about that, but I can't guarantee I would do it. Um, I'm pretty sure I would be an investor in the Purge Pod. Um, there you go. And Thank you. Thank you, Tom. At, at the end of the so day... So is this your realistic answer or what? Yeah, 12 hours is like less than a lot of flights are. You know what I mean? I can just right. lock myself in a metal in a metal trap and then jump out 12, 12 hours later. So bring, That's cool. Bring like a Pokemon game or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's, there'd be some dope like electronic shit going on during the purge. You know what I mean? Like, like there'd be a company that would just scatter CCTV cameras in a city and be like here's your feed like you can watch everything right yeah you're right it would be it would be an entertainment phenomenon like i said people Mm -hmm. would live stream themselves like you could you know i mean there would just be incredible access to and all over the place eric is gonna be the the wealthiest media (laughs) magnet when the purge (laughs) happens yes um, Killian, what what would you do? All right. Um, so what would I do for the purge? Um, I had a boss back in Rochester. Um, that was oh, Jesus. one of the worst people I have ever met. Just scum. Terrible of bosses the three. Earth. Scum of the earth. Um, uh-huh. Like a a slightly more cleaned up version of uh, Colin Farrell's character from Horrible Bosses, I guess you could say. Um, uh, I would like to mess with his life a fair amount. By no means kill him, but um, definitely 
definitely take off his ponytail, like shave just like a <laughs> line right down the middle, um, break all of his pairs of Oakleys, uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely slash the tires on the overpriced SUV he's in a massive amount of debt for. Um, and just go poop on his purge pod? <laughs> poop on his purge pod, yeah. <laughs> Somebody um, comes out, oh, man. And then the main thing was, he told me the story about how um, this, man is, <laughs> this man is married to this day, to my, to my knowledge, but was telling me at the time about his ex-girlfriend that uh, he met when he was 22, who was a Eurodance pop sensation back in the 90s and how he was still in love with her, and his plan was to eventually uh, rendezvous with her once his kids had graduated high school. So I just want to, like, lock him to a chair and tape his eyes open and play him the music video of his ex-girlfriend, <laughs> um, which he showed me, and it's it's Eurodance, and I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Eurodance. It's, it's not the best genre of music. Um, but, yeah, that would be the one bit of purging I would do. So you said cut off his ponytail. Would you take this man captive, Killian? I would take that man captive. And so you're ta- this is like yeah, I'm talking about like, kidnapping. This is like torture scenario. Uh, to an extent, yes. To an extent, yeah. you're keeping a man captive and so yes, cutting but this his is hair also off. a man who threatened my life at one point. Oh, okay. He was offering me a job, but said that if I if I took it and if I ever overstepped him, that he would, and I quote fucking kill me wow um what wait this before you got the job uh this is when you still had the decision to say yes i will or no i won't take this job i never took the job believe me this was this was a internship Uh, that i had second potential for a full-time thing Um, i feel like that's some like kind of wacko's idea of like being old school like oh yeah back in the day we used to threaten their lives before we hired them somehow like oh yeah i need to be old school i need to be tough as far as how i would survive the purge um it, my technique for that is the same as when the zombie apocalypse or the nuclear apocalypse or whatever comes happens i will try to find eric irish and just <laughs> hunker down with him that's <laughs> well, the only the only question is would eric trust us to yeah, exactly. Eric, would you trust us? us? <laughs> I don't know. I might give you a jammed pistol. I, Fair. I wouldn't shoot it at you. I like to uh, think. I like to think Eric and I would trust each other. I would share a I pod so. with you, Eric. I, I would trust any of you. I would. Yeah, I, I think so. I w- actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't Maybe not Hamad. I was about to say I wouldn't <laughs> trust Hamad. <Hamas. laughs> so, oh, oh, that rapscallion. Oh, the bro joke. All right, Eric, so, on to you. Yeah. Yeah, so um, what I would do illegal during the purge, I would drive really fast. I, you know, would probably just find a really big stretch of road. I would, you know, steal a motorcycle maybe or just get my own legally. And uh, I would just drive really fast for like, like I'm always like driving on a highway or whatever. I'm like, damn, I wonder how long it would take an F1 car to you know, complete this road trip. And I'm like, I just want to drive in my town really fast. I think a motorcycle um, is the wrong way to go about it. I think you got to like right, steal like a cop car or something. Yeah, you're right. Something a little more armoring to it. Yeah. I do imagine you donning a um, like a white leather jacket and uh, <laughs> the current haircut you have now. That was a Ryan Gosling from Drive reference. Just to true. Yeah, he, with the with the Fiat Barth jacket on there. No, I'd uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd get like an airplane and like throw eggs at people or something. I don't know. Just something kind of annoying and shitty um <laughs> but uh but like realistically i would probably fly up to irish hill 
And uh, I don't even think I would worry about getting the purge pod. You know, I, I might, but honestly, I'd go up into my, my room, which I don't think either of you guys have ever been to my house. No. Um, no. But our house is on, a, is on a big hill, and you can see for like about a mile. Yeah, and we have like a bunch of fields out. Yeah, a bunch of fields out in front of our house. And my, my room is like at the front top middle of the house, like the yeah. perfect sniper's nest. And I would just open the window up there, and I would I would get the AR, and I'd just kind of sit and wait. Booby traps? You know? Would you and set up? Uh, would you set up booby traps in the on the way up Irish Hill? Yeah, I mean, so it'd be a lot of kind of ground to cover, but you can maybe put a minefield in there or something, <laughs> um, you know, and with the corn and the and the kidney beans and stuff, um, you know. But uh, I think like we we live in a very rural place, and you know, we have kind of all the farmers. Uh, you know, all this stuff now. And, and, you know, just like in the country, you know, the Hatfields and McCoys, you can get some stuff like that. But I, I think it's fair to say that we would both be, uh, we would all be kind of mutually scared of one another and we would just kind of uh, pass the time through. And I'd be there with my family and, you know, maybe like they can be down in the cistern and my dad and I would just be upstairs like drinking a beer and, you know, hanging out. And uh, one of us takes the long range, the other short range, and, you know, we'll be all right. Dude, Eric revels in the purge, guys. That's what I found <laughs> out tonight. This Eric, is, that, that, sounds, uh, that sounds like a good night for the Irish family. Eric, I'll bring exactly. the beer. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if I always say that about the zombie apocalypse. Like, as long as I could get home before, like, air travel, I mean, I could drive home, too. But if I could get home before, like, really infrastructure went down, like, It'd be a good place to be. Like we've got a source of food, we got a wood stove, we got protection. You know, we got deer that we can hunt. You know, farm crops, all that stuff. All right, that's the show for this week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Rumination Show. Send us an email at ruminationshow at gmail.com and visit our website at ruminationshow.com. Let us know what we missed today, and let us know if you have an idea for a future episode of the show. <laughs>